Okay, welcome. Craig Adams here. Welcome to my podcast. It's Thursday, February 15th, 2024. There's going to be a solo update. I have a big list of things that I want to talk about, catch you up to speed on all of the projects and videos I've worked on. It's been over a month or two. Last update was after New Zealand, the trip. I was starting to edit videos. It was back in December. So yeah, it's been a little bit. But yeah, mainly if you're listening, that's super cool. Maybe you're out for a walk. That's probably, you know, walking or commuting in a car is probably the best place. I assume you're also doing something similar, like trying to make videos, travel, make content on social media. I guess this podcast is mainly helpful to people following in my footsteps or just getting ideas of how to do things differently. I always talk about the podcast on the podcast, and it's also kind of weird to call this a podcast. What is a podcast? I've been wanting to make video versions for YouTube, and I really should. One big problem that I have right now is trying to decide if I want this to be video on YouTube. It makes sense to make videos on YouTube. It doesn't make that much sense to be making audio-only podcast episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I think it's better to make content where my audience is and where I consume and where I feel comfortable, kind of where my community is. My community is on YouTube. And number two, feedback. I'm not getting any feedback other than the occasional email or Instagram message from y'all about these podcast episodes. I think it's good that I'm making notes and telling you like what I think I want to talk about, but it's also good to have some, like maybe 10%, 15% feedback, uh, like talking about what y'all want me to talk about. So on YouTube, I think the comments would be a good place for people to let me know what they're thinking, uh, reactions to the episodes and whatnot. Another problem I have is how to title and thumbnail these episodes. Uh, I've been doing just like update after blank, update after Washington, after, update after Scotland. It's okay. It could be better. And if I move to YouTube, I for sure need to lock down a better template format for titling and thumbnailing episodes. I don't know if it's good or bad that I talk about a lot of different little things within each episode, especially for YouTube. It would make a lot more sense to focus in on one topic. And then that topic could be represented in title and thumbnail instead of just like update after Scotland. And then how do you know what's in there? Like what, what does that describe? What is, what expectation is it setting for people to know what's inside that episode when they click play? Verse like an episode called Moving Back to New York City, where I just talk about the process of why I moved and how it was. And I guess each of these update episodes have a main idea, but it's not always as apparent when I'm making them. And I also think there is a nice aspect to having just a, a stream of consciousness, a whole bunch of different ideas from a date range like from the last episode to now this is all the stuff that i want to talk about it's definitely much easier just to rant and spill and have a sprain prey of topics because it's more genuinely what i want to talk about it's not from the direction of what do i think people are going to be interested in and then make that topic and then try to sell it in a way that gets people to click like an episode that's called top 10 tips for hiking or travel YouTubers or something stupid like that. People have a better understanding of what they're going to get if they click on that video compared to update after Washington. And this is very much so all about two audiences, people who know me and people who don't know me. 
me talking about whatever I want in these episodes and calling them update after New Zealand, update after Washington, having a bunch of different little weird thoughts and ideas and concerns packed inside a little chapter. It's definitely more for you, for people who are following, uh, who understand who I am, rather than random people on YouTube. More so than ever before, people are finding success in feeding the algorithm, making videos that are going to get random ass people to click on who don't know them. And there's definitely pros and cons to both of those. Do you make videos for fans or do you make videos for people who are going to, you know, scroll a feed and then just find you? Both have their pros and cons and both have their own difficulties. That's definitely a big decision you have to make. Like, do you want to make videos for your fans? Or do you want to make videos for anyone who finds it interesting? Obviously, there's overlap between those two audiences. But someone scrolling on TikTok and just coming up across your video for the first time and choosing to watch is so different than someone who subscribes and has watched every video for years. So yeah, obviously, someone on TikTok isn't going to care about listening to something like this. And if you are listening, chances are you've been following me for a bit. Uh, I'm going to guess you're invested. So once again, knowing the audience, knowing who you're talking to and making something for helps so much. But how much are you making something for an audience versus just making it for yourself and just hoping that other people find it interesting as well? That is another major decision that I am trying to figure out. How much of anything that I do should I make for myself or should I make for my fans? Or should I make for randos? Obviously, there's a larger bucket of potential if you're making it for everyone in the world. It's a smaller bucket, but more targeted and more niche or niche if you're making it for fans, if you know who those fans are. Minimalists, content creators, travelers, hikers. But it is ultra niche to make content or videos or art or anything just for yourself to make yourself happy. And throughout the years in different ways, I have moved my focus between these three different areas. It's kind of a uh, circles, you know, inside the dot is you, outside a larger circle is your fans, your audience, and then everything outside that perimeter uh, is randos everyone the world but back to the youtube podcast channel i wrote that it would drive me crazy not to put it on the main channel though okay so that's another big decision that i have to make would i put this episode on the main channel or a brand new craig adams podcast channel and if i'm making the video obviously i would try to show and add context to things that I'm talking about. Right now I have notes in front of me that I'm going through to talk and keep me on track, kind of on track. And it would be good to show that. And it would be even better to like tweet that or post it on threads and see if there's any feedback that I can get from each individual thought. And then obviously if I'm talking about a channel, I could show the channel, a video, we could watch the video, maps, anything you know there's a lot of visual context that i could do live while recording and that's basically streaming right another thing i have to decide like does it make sense to do this right here all of this work and make it a live video with context where i'm showing what i'm talking about in real time and not stream that why would i not stream that i've watched and researched different content creators on how they 
uh, solve this problem, uh, whether they stream their research, Destiny, Julian, Solomita. What I could see is streaming this and then kind of hiding that stream after the fact and then taking and editing out the individual single topics from that stream to upload to the main channel. I've seen plenty of other YouTubers do this kind of thing and it works. Julian Solomita streams on Twitch and then uploads single topic videos from that stream to his Julian 2 channel, but he also has his main channel, which he's not uploading as much on. So it's like, why not just upload everything to the main YouTube channel? So I'm trying to decide if I want to like start a second channel but I feel like that's a mistake because like, what's the point of having two channels when you don't even post to one of them and it already has an audience? It's definitely riskier to start posting new types of content on an existing channel, but it's like, if you're not using it anymore, then what's the point? So on the main channel, there would be the occasional travel and hiking videos. There would be life updates and home movies. And then there would also be single topic videos that are edited and put together after streams and I could stream on the main channel. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. And of course I can do whatever I want, but it's good to hedge your bets and it's good to have an expectation and it's good to like go long-term, not short-term. You know, there's, there's a risk involved in changing things and y'all know me, I've changed a lot. Sometimes I've changed too much. I have a lot of things I need to figure out and the last few months mainly have been just not doing anything. I'm kind of paralyzed to not take action, to not travel, to not upload, to not do things in general. And there's a lot of money and views and potential that I'm just like leaving on the table because it's just much easier to not do anything. And then for the first time in you know my life, I'm going to have to take a four month break with posting videos because I have to stay home. Puppy, what is it? Come here. You're looking at me. Come up, up, up. That's a good girl. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. The sweet needy girl. It's okay, puppy. Are you concerned you're gonna fall? Now I have Sasha sitting in my lap, so. Well, this is confusing probably. It's a little hard to make it easy to understand just with audio. That's why the visual context, like <laughs> you being able to see me and see what I'm talking about would be easier, right? Also talking with someone, like making this conversation, I think would be better. I feel like I could just have someone online on Discord and you know, bring them in every so often. Let me just keep going through. See, now I'm getting discouraged that I'm losing momentum and I should stop recording. I have all these notes, but I feel like it's all over the place. I'm frustrated. And I just have sponsors trying to get me to do stuff and go on trips. And, you know, I've got the baby coming, so there's only like a limited window of time, a few months now before I really need to just like stay home. Most of my videos I shoot when I travel. So I have to stay home for four months and help with the baby. And I'm sure there's some videos that I could shoot from here. I don't always have to travel, but it's just, it's frustrating. So that makes me want to, you know, make more podcast type content and streaming and home movies and, and focus and depend less on traveling to make videos. And I also just don't want to travel. <laughs> like, 
like more so than ever before it just seems like low value and just high effort i absolutely do not feel like flexing about traveling ever like before it was to keep myself busy and to feel like i'm an interesting person going and going to like hike cool places and eat cool food and and the first time visiting this city and going here and doing it's just not as interesting to me now that i i am so like happy here in brooklyn with sasha and mika and now this baby coming if i go on a trip like the duration of the flight now matters i used to never think about that but the thought of like doing a 20-hour flight somewhere versus like maybe a three-hour flight domestic is a big change and just the amount of money it, it costs to go do like some trips, like I have to recoup that and make some money if I even consider going somewhere. Now that Mika's pregnant, it's a little different traveling. And of course with Sasha, it changed a lot. Anytime I travel, I have to make sure Mika's okay watching Sasha or if the two of us travel, we have to find, you know, a nice dog sitter or a boarder. So things are changing and it's stressful. And this coming at a time when I, I feel like very isolated and lonely. I feel the need for community, but then I hate the idea of like depending on other people or having them depend on me. Even if it's like the slightest expectation of attention or anything, like I canceled the YouTube membership because I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't think it was good. I moved back to New York City partly for the reason that I missed like friends and family, uh, but even just being here, it's so much effort to make plans and go do stuff with people. And when it doesn't work out or I see them hanging out with other people or I just, I, I feel like, what did I do wrong? Just like setting expectations with other people socially is so difficult for me. And part of me wants to make more of an effort to have an online uh, community because I think that would be just easier but it's definitely not the same I kind of want to like hire an editor or an assistant here in New York City just so I have someone to talk to but then the thought of doing that like it seemed there's oh uh, I don't know I don't want anyone to depend on me like that I don't know so doing the podcast and allowing for feedback would make for more dialogue and I think they would be good and healthy and fun and I am curious to know what feedback you would have and in what form would be best comments voicemail we'll see but then I go in the opposite direction I have right here tired of getting every kind of feedback on my work I post a video a hiking video that's talking and I'll get people being like you should talk less but then I get I post a video where I don't talk and then the comments are like talk more and then I post the New Zealand video hiking with friends and I thought it was so fun. And people are like, stop being social. Like don't include other people, just hike silently alone. So I post no vlog, more vlogs. I post a vlog, don't vlog. It's very frustrating to need feedback, want feedback, but then also just be hurt by the feedback. So I'll go in loops of like when I want, I'm lonely and I want to like talk to people and have like hear what people think about my work. And then I will just not want it at all. And <laughs> I'll just, I'll be like, why do I even vlog anything? Like I should just keep my memories private and just make a product that sells the silent hiking videos and then just fuck off. Why even make a podcast? Why even share these thoughts? Why even do educational content? I feel like 
making mini tutorials on TikTok would do pretty well. And on reels and shorts, you know, just like a vertical video with a single topic explaining something. Basically, like break down a full workshop into small chapters and just reverse engineer any questions that anyone might type into YouTube or Google and just answer it. There's literally like a server error and I can't access my notes right now. And I could record this educational content on stream. I could just have questions. It's basically a Q&A, but you would upload each answer, question and answer as its own video and just, you know, front load, make sure it's valuable enough to be its own video. My example for why this would work is like Peter Zehan. Um, he's making videos that are just Q&A. So he does talking for a living and he'll go do conferences, but his YouTube channel is blowing up because he's just making four to five minute videos where he will answer one question and just give his thoughts on individual topics. And it's just him with his iPhone or phone just recording, answering it, and just that's it. You know, he puts his face, he puts the question in the thumbnail, the question, you know, the topic is just the title and thumbnail, and then that's it. There's no context, there's no B-roll. I feel like, you know, if the if he's answering the question in a unique, helpful way, you know, that's the baseline foundation. So anything extra is bonus. I also wish I had fellow creators to talk through my problems and projects. Most of the creators that I call friends don't really, really reciprocate my attempts to connect. Yeah, and I mentioned this, and I think having these conversations online and making videos would incentivize me to put in more effort about that. You know, having a podcast is going to make me have conversations with people. And I think if I stream and then schedule times for them to like jump on discord or whatever, uh, or just like zoom or whatever would, uh, be cool. It'd be cool to like get to talk to people and see what they're up to and make videos alongside. Time and time again, just me using video and audience, social media, to incentivize myself to do things that I want to be doing. Whether it be traveling, seeing cool things, eating cool food, going on hikes, making videos, talking to people, building something, creating something, sharing something, making content, making videos is a powerful way to incentivize yourself to do things because it just adds value. Yeah, it might be more work to make a video while doing something, if you go on a trip, it's a bit more effort to shoot a video and travel instead of just going and traveling and enjoying yourself. But if you do it long enough, it gets much easier, more uh, muscle memory to just create alongside your experiences. Sometimes Sasha doesn't like it when I talk nonstop. I need help finding interesting places to go and hike. I think having a stream, having a chat would help me get feedback and help in that way. Like if I had a stream where I'm just trying to do research on where I should go, what videos I should make, that would be helpful. That would be a good way to do it. And then I could even make a video and edit and post a single topic video to YouTube about finding ideas for places to go, whatever. I'd have to think of a good title and thumbnail for it though. It's just so much work to negotiate a large campaign and to do work. And I just don't want to do work. I want to do stuff that doesn't feel like work. I don't know. It's, I feel, I feel bad for not doing work. I don't know what's wrong with me. My incentives have just changed and my motivation has changed. I don't feel the need to always be productive or 
project that I'm a productive, successful person. I wrote, where should I hike in 2024? Also, kind of don't want to ask. I always seem to question how important community and feedback actually is. So yeah, going back in the opposite direction. Yeah, part of me would like to get some help on picking where to go and have people give me ideas where on where to hike and what videos to make. But then it would also be nice just to be quiet and to just make what I want. The act of like asking for ideas or help implies that you know, you're going to follow through with it. And recently, I think I posted some Instagram stories about places that I would like to visit this year, Italy, Death Valley, Colombia, and um, Cactus the Clouds near Palm Springs. And I kind of regret doing that because I probably won't do half of them. I thought maybe it would help me if I publicly announced that I was doing these things because then I'd feel bad if I don't follow through with what I said to the public. But is that healthy? Is that good? Ugh. YouTube shorts becoming more important. What shorts can I make on a trip? Oh my god, this is a huge decision. Just shorts in general. And we'll put it in the bucket of shorts. YouTube shorts, TikTok, and Instagram reels. Should I make them? Should I care? Or should I not? There are times when I feel like each trip, each time I go do a project, whatnot, like I should be focusing almost mostly on shorts and then the long video is secondary and then there are times where i look at other creators who aren't doing any shorts at all and just focusing on their flagship long-form videos or whatever they do and they're totally fine it's not really fun to make short videos i hate tiktok i hate instagram reels i don't like youtube shorts i don't like consuming them or making things for them so it's definitely more effort for me to get any value out of posting there. And then there's the question of, do you hire an editor to do it if you don't like doing it? And that is a whole nother thing. I've been trying to hire editors for a decade now for little bits here and there. Take my long form successful content and make shorts out of it is the last thing that I've been focusing on the last couple of like six months, hiring different editors and companies to try doing it. I think I tried AI at one point and it is so stressful. I don't like it. I could picture like a way of doing it correctly, but it just, it seems like work and it's so much. It's just so much. I wrote general feelings of loneliness and sadness. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but sometimes that's what I feel. Researched Sam Sulik's channel. So Sam Sulik I don't know much about him. I checked him out, watched a couple of his videos. My my nephew, who's been working out, uh, showed me his YouTube channel. And he's just like a kid who, maybe a dude. I don't know how old he is. I can't assume. But he's a bodybuilder. He's got some big muscles. And he's posting like daily vlogs, super long form, low lift. Just vlogs about him and his fitness journey. What he does. It's basically all he does. Workout. Gym. Gets great views. It's got a pretty thriving fan base of people. I watched it. It was a lot more boring than I expected. Obviously, I'm not the target niche. Yeah, this would be an example of it would be much better to pull up the channel and to show what I'm talking about and analyze his channel, his videos, his thumbnails, what he puts in the description, if anything, the frequency. Yeah, there's a lot that I could talk about if I had the channel in front of me, but we're going to keep 
this audio only. That, that's a point in the bucket for this podcast should be on YouTube and it should be in video form and it should be streamed. Hotel in Nepal. So I don't know the name, but there's a really fancy like luxury hotel that just opened like on the Annapurna circuit in Nepal and pretty close to the ABC Annapurna base camp trek location and I reached out to them and they seemed interested in collaborating and doing some kind of project together and I could hike in Nepal and then end up at that hotel and include it in the video I could make it its own video there's a lot of things I could do yeah it just takes more planning is it worth it to try to collaborate with this hotel what value do I get so instead of paying for like a $300 night hotel for two nights $600 I have to do all of this planning and coordination with this hotel and and deliverables if any or I could just not bother them and just book it as a rando and just make the videos and stuff that I want to do I go through this time and time again like how much value is it in actually coordinating with places, hotels, restaurants, and travel boards uh, while traveling to make my videos? It's usually best if I just act as a lone wolf and pay for everything myself because I'll probably make way more if I operate nimbly and just don't have any obligations to anyone other than myself. Build a website and gather interest in group hiking trips. My own hikes as well as selling other people's hikes. So this is a funny idea. I, I constantly think about like, what is my side hustle? What's like the side business I could be doing alongside making these videos and doing content? And I bet I could sell some hikes. I've done a couple because one example of a YouTuber that I've been talking with a little bit, she rides horses and she does travel. And she also owns Black Saddle, which is selling horse guided trips around the world that she does, that her tour operators do. Seems like a lucrative business, but it seems like the horse hiking trip version of like what I would do. And it seems like a good idea. Just a lot of work to do. Look at this baby. Look at this baby. Look at this puppy. Anywho, let's move to videos that I've uploaded. When I recorded the last podcast, I was editing the New Zealand videos, and I think I was just about to upload the first one, the restart. And since today, I uploaded one, two, three, four, five videos from New Zealand, one compilation of all of the New Zealand hikes, as well as a three-hour compilation, a favorite gear video, and a vlog called Brooklyn and a Baby. I just changed the title today. Three weeks of hiking, a long flight, a lot of expenses for the New Zealand trip, a lot of effort. It was fun, but like not that much. It was really nice traveling with the girls, but I don't know. It was a weird trip. I didn't really want to go. I went because I felt like I needed to shoot a video. Once again, it goes back to like, I don't know if I really want to travel in general. And if I wasn't making the videos or meeting up with the girls, like it definitely would have not been fun at all to be in New Zealand, which is a weird thing to say, but it's, it's honest. Like I just, I don't get as much value out of traveling in general as I did before. So let's see all of those videos together, 90, 80, 160, let's say half a million views. The only thing is I had sponsorships lined up for maybe three of those videos with Artlist and I just didn't do it. I, I use Artlist music for the vlog, 
the super vlog. But for the hiking videos, I just wanted to use music bed music. So it wasn't worth it to have to use Artlist music. It's just not as good. And two, Artlist just wasn't trusting me to like do my thing. Uh, the ad format that they were asking for was just too intense. And when I asked to change it more in a direction of like an honest ad, like they weren't about it. So, and for the price point it just wasn't worth it for me to do three ads so i think for all of the new zealand videos i didn't have any third-party sponsorships so no like bonus money on top of the adsense and the adsense from all of them definitely did not pay for the expenses of the trip the flights the food the hotels the cars the cost of going on the milford track was like over a thousand just to go do that hike by itself so definitely lost money on this trip so it was a weird one that's for sure but i felt like i needed to do something which is good and bad i uploaded the annual favorite hiking gear video which i thought was good i thought the thumbnail was fine um it's performing fine i guess it's not like a million view like the other ones like that video is for other people and it should have should do better than it's doing but i don't know just gear in general i'm not doing it the right way i'm doing it my own craig way once again it's just like all of the gear as a video as a thumbnail isn't as enticing to like nail in on one single topic one idea it's like people don't know what to expect when they don't know me and they see this video they don't really want to click on it i don't know the algorithm isn't feeding it to new users but what the algorithm is feeding to new users is the three hours of relaxing ambient hiking video that I uploaded a month ago. It's currently at almost 400,000 views. It is just a compilation of recent hikes that I thought would be good in a compilation, starting with Switzerland. And this video is getting a ton of watch time and in turn uh, making a lot of money. This video within one month has already generated like ten thousand dollars so it's a real money maker and it's cpm so the playback based cost for every thousand views is sixty dollars and it's holding at that consistently so that's very high that's extremely high for a video. Advertisers are paying a lot of money to have their ads in this video. So that's making 300 to 400 dollars a day which is a lot of Chipotle. So full transparency, my channel within the last 28 days, so like the last month, has made over $12,000 in AdSense, which is more than usual and a new record for me. This was the first time I broke over 10,000 in a month and the number is going up. I estimate it to be $15,000 within a couple days because, you know, numbers the, the charts going this way so and the success of that video making money and getting watch time and and just working in general is you know sucking the motivation out of me to go do a trip or feel the need to upload or go do something so that's why it's been pretty quiet that's why i felt like you know i could post a video for me which is brooklyn and a baby an iPhone mainly vlog about moving to near Brooklyn, daily life with Sasha and Mika, and the journey of getting pregnant, and, you know, just like 
home movies. My home movie vlogs are not interesting to people who don't know me. They're definitely not money makers. And, you know, they're just not as interesting to people. So, you know, it's definitely something for me. So I try to make them so that I really want to rewatch them later. So the success of the three hour ambient relaxing video also makes me want to make more of those. Do the hard work of going on these trips to shoot these individual videos with the hope of making enough to push into a larger video that gets a ton of watch time, a lot of money. Uh, that's, you know, a good long term goal of doing all of these individual videos and trips. Figuring out the best way to title thumbnail them, I think I've gotten, but then also figuring out the, the correct amount that I should upload and the different combinations of different locations and topics. So I could do hiking in Peru video, compilation of that, but is that interesting? I don't think people really care. What I think people care about is the drone. So I haven't done a three hour comp of ambient drone hiking. I edited that video together. So that one's ready to upload whenever I feel the need. And I licensed new music and added chapters. So it should be good to go. And then I also am going to take down the 10 hour video that I uploaded last year. So this is 10 hours of relaxing ambient hiking. Like one or two songs claimed the whole video. So the thousands of dollars that that video is making is going to, I don't know who. And the video is too long for YouTube to do the edit feature where I could like mute or replace or take out any selection of music. So it's just a lost cause. I need to delete it and re-upload it with all brand new music and maybe like new hikes. I just, I'm gonna make a new 10 hour relaxing ambient hiking video. And I just know that that's going to be a great video, but I just need to make sure that I'm the one making money if I, you know, I'm uploading it and not some silly music label. I've talked time and time again about favorite hikes tier list video, um, but that would be great to make on stream in this format with chat. I think it would be much easier. I could also make that video with another person on Discord with voice. I think that would add to the video. PewDiePie does most of his videos, his Reddit reaction videos with Ken. So I need to find my Ken, but let's keep moving. Let's try to get through this entire list. This recording is already getting long. There's so much that I could do and make great money from, but I just don't care. <laughs> Low incentives, sponsorships, merch, video ideas. Yeah. And merch is one of them. I'm like I've been collecting design ideas for things I would like to make sun hoodies hoodies and shirts and stuff but bah it seems like a lot of work and the prints I just I can't be bothered with the prints I have a print store I don't know if you knew that I've been selling prints for years now but it takes marketing you have to one upload prints that people will want to buy and do some research and get some feedback and also just market the fact that you're selling prints in general. So instead of just uploading a New Zealand root burn, great walk video with no sponsorship, like I really should put in my own sponsorship telling people about the prints, but no, I don't do that. Go on the trip and make the big video just to get the perfect clip. 
Everything is for making clips, because that is where discoverability is. Value is in the form of user acquisition. Doesn't make money, though. <laughs> this is true. I have gained a lot of users and subscribers on YouTube from, from shorts, and I had one about the Three Fingers Lookout that I think is getting close to a million views and hasn't made that much money, like maybe $100, but it has gained me you know, maybe a thousand or 2000 subs, which is interesting. But once again, like the decision, like, do you make, you go on a trip and do a project to make some shorts or are shorts just a byproduct of a main video, like a long form horizontal that you make? It's really hard for me to wrap my mind around going on a trip to just make short form content. And then maybe secondary, get a long form video out of it. And then there are times that I go on TikTok and watch horizontal videos that someone just uploaded and be like, oh, it doesn't have to be vertical to watch. So it's like, who even knows? So what do I have planned to do? It's like what I should do and what I want to do. I should fly to Death Valley like this month and I should shoot something there and do some sponsorship things. I have a contract with Nike to talk about their clothing and their shoes within the next couple of days. Like I have to deliver some stuff for Instagram and TikTok, but also thinking about doing a little family trip, just Mika and I to Miami to get some nice weather, see some friends and just relax on a normal vacation. Me being a crazy person, I might try to do the Nike sponsorship video while in, on my vacation. I was thinking about going to Columbia. That would be cool, but long flight. Cactus the Clouds in California in April. Like, that's a trail that's going from Palm Springs up to the mountains above, and it would just be a slog. It'd be an athletic, painful kind of thing. And like the Apple Pro Vision came out, and everyone was making those videos about wearing it for 24 hours, doing whatever. No one was doing hiking, and it would be pretty funny to get it. Go do a hike. I know the thumbnail, the title, the content. It would be pretty low effort, low lift to shoot and upload this video. Do I want to be the kind of person like jumping on a trend and doing that? But yeah. August, I'd like to hike the PCT a section uh, in Washington with some people. September, I have a booked itinerary with huts for the Altavia One, Dolomites in Italy. So that'll be great. I think that's the vibe. Like I can do home movies maybe twice, once a year. I can do more of these podcasts single topic streaming types of things from home. I can shoot that at home with people and chat and audience and fans and y'all. And then maybe two or three times a year, I go on a big old trip and try to get some good content out of it. Knowing, you know, having good expectations of the value on the other side. So I know that if I go to Italy and hike for a week, I'm going to have fun and it's going to be a good video because I've already done it. I have proof. I know that if I go and hike the ABC trek in Nepal and a burnout base camp, it'll be, you know, a week plus of hiking, a long flight, but that video will do well. And I actually do really enjoy hiking in Nepal. The food is great. The mountains are amazing. The people are fantastic. And it's not that expensive to be there and to be drinking coffee every day, staying at nice hotels and just doing my thing. Maybe that is the vibe. But if I just upload two to three videos on the main channel, it would be such a shame to just leave it vacant like that and to start a side Craig Adams 2 channel or a podcast channel and do all of the uploading there with a fresh new audience. No, I just, it's, 
gonna be difficult, but I just need to like start posting videos that I want to post on the main channel and to stream. Streaming on the main channel would be a big change that people would have to get used to. It'll be painful, but in the long run, it'll be what I want to do. It'll be sustainable and just better. I wrote a whole thing about starting a new channel for silent baking videos, like ambient lo-fi baking, because we've all seen them. We've been on, if you've been on YouTube, you probably have stumbled upon like a Japanese bakery video that starts at 5 a.m. following like a single person as they bake a ton of different beautiful desserts and ends with them opening and trying a couple. Like there's no talking, it's just like entirely process-based. I think it would be so fun to shoot those. I would love to put my own unique spin on the production and how to shoot and edit and deliver those videos. And also I wanna do like the American version. Like all the videos that I see are Asian, which I love, uh, but I think it would be cool to do some in New York and different places that I travel. Shooting these long form videos would also incentivize me to travel because I feel like I don't have that much to shoot when I'm in cities. So if I travel to London with Mika, it would be so cool to do that trip with this project. So for one day, I'm going to visit this bakery that I've coordinated and shoot, you know, an ambient video. And then we vacation the rest of the time. I just, I did a lot of research. I took screenshots. I wrote down like the goals and, and pain points and ideas for how to generate leads. And I think it's an interesting idea. I could start a new channel or I could just like start uploading those on the Craig Adams channel. I think that would be the better long-term decision. I think it's easier to just upload new different types of videos on a, a new channel, but what's the point of having the Craig Adams YouTube channel if I don't just upload what I want to be there? Need to keep a list of videos to make thumbnail and tile grid. To formulate my ideas, I should just make what my, I want my YouTube channel to look like. So like the layout, but instead of old videos, like I put ideas for new videos. So what I think the thumbnail would look like, what I think the title would be. And then like, if you click on it, you can get like a little description of the notes, like for the production to make it happen. It's like your YouTube channel in the future. So I think that would be like a cool website just for organizing a YouTuber's thoughts. When I have talked with like different managers and agencies, they've talked about this being a big success for larger YouTubers. Like they have a grid of ideas for videos with title and thumbnail. And then once they have that locked down, that's when they flesh out the idea of the YouTube video. But making like a, a website for people to organize their thoughts like this would be interesting. Maybe I should just vlog on IG stories again. PewDiePie's Japan vlogs makes me want to make my own version of home movies horizontal on YouTube. Yeah, so this is the decision. Like, do I go back to like using Instagram again? Cause I haven't really been posting on Instagram at all, posts or stories or reels, just because I was collecting for footage for the horizontal video on YouTube. Cause there's nothing saying I have to vlog on YouTube. It just, it would be easier and maybe a little better on Instagram stories. Oh, and my voice is starting to go. Okay, well, this was fun. Uh, thank you for listening to my, my thoughts. Um, some feedback would be great. We'll see if this becomes a YouTube video thing. I guess that's the biggest advice that I could use. And I, like a lot of y'all <laughs> send me adorable emails just being like, love the podcast. You said you wanted feedback. Your feedback is that you should just do whatever you want to do. And like, I, that's adorable and great, but it's not really that helpful. So <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment, but, and I may not reply to any of you 
at all, uh, but I hear you and it's helpful even if you send it and don't get a reply. Um, thank you. And thank you for listening. Okay. Bye.